can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Make your voice heard. Join the Council for the Model Aquatic Health Code. Lend your expertise to the MAC, science-based guidance from the CDC and the only all-inclusive National Pool Code that addresses current aquatic issues. Learn more at cmac.org. That's cmahc.org. I think I may have... DoorDash deliver me some food because by the time we're done, it'll arrive. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right, we're good. Okay. Hey, everyone. It is Tuesday, which means Tuesdays with Kelly and Dan on the Talking Pools podcast. Hey, Dan. Hey, everybody. How are you? I think we might be into uh, happy March, right? March. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I love March because of St. Patrick's Day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, us too. Our our town is uh, pretty small. It's a, a farming community where, um, I don't know, maybe seven or 8,000 people. But we have an Irish fest that's been going on for literally decades. It's like the biggest event in town. And it's always the week before St. Patrick's Day, because if it were St. Patrick's Day weekend, no one would come out to my, my <laughs> town. It's such a small area, but we do get people from all over to come out. So, yeah, St. Patrick's Day is 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 a fun time uh, around us, too. We, we enjoy it. I actually got to go to Ireland one year for St. Patrick's Day when I was in college. Oh, wow. It So um, I went on a study abroad trip with a local college to Spain. We lived in Madrid for three months. And our spring break was St. Patrick's Day weekend. <laughs> My grandparents gave me um, like a $500 gift card uh, to use however I wanted to. So I was like, okay, I'm going to use this wisely. So once you get to Europe, it's cheaper to book all your excursions in Europe than it is for you to okay. book it before you go to go there. And some people are like, oh, we're going to Italy. We're going to Germany. And I was just like, I want to go to Ireland. So a bunch of us went. And it was a lot of fun. It was really funny because, like, the first night we were there, we went to Hard Rock Cafe. And our waitress was like, oh, you're from America? I'm going to America next month so I can go shopping at the Abercrombie store. And she was just like, so like, she's like, it's a really big deal here, but we don't have the store. So we have to go there. Um, we interesting. got to go to Temple Bar, which on St. Patrick's Day, it's just packed like you. It took an hour to go to the bathroom and back huh. because there are so many people in the bar and the bar we were in is a really famous bar called Temple Bar. We lucked out that when we got there, we found this perfect spot right next to the bar 
with yeah. with like a bar that went around the wall so we could leave our stuff there we could order drinks really easily um we all got back to the hotel at different times huh. um me and my friend nicole we ended up walking back we didn't remember how we got back until we looked at our cameras Oh, to see that we walked back and the only reason we knew how to get where we we're going is because we, we all walked to uh, downtown that way yeah. but we got to have like a, a traditional irish breakfast i got to have irish stew we went to the guinness factory um i did not though drink my guinness at the guinness factory i think guinness is very like heavy and i just don't like it and when you go there they give you a free pint at the very top of the building. And um, what the funniest part was, is all of us, there's probably a group of like eight or nine of us. And we all went up to the top and we were looking for two of our friends. We're like, where are you? Like, we're up here, you're not. There was a part where they would give you little samples of beer Mm -hmm. during the tour. And they thought that was the free beer they were getting. So they got completely trashed on that level and then came upstairs. It was so funny. But what was cool was it was all glass, 360 degrees. Yeah. So you could see all the whole entire Dublin and you got, and in Dublin, at least when we went in March, you had it snow one minute, rain the next, be sunny for a quick second, freezing cold, windy, all just keep cycling throughout the whole day. We went on one of those two-story uh, buses for t- the tour to go around town, mm-hmm. and we couldn't be on the bottom level because it was so full. So we had to be on the top. So you have us girls like cu- cuddling with each other at this <laughs> little cover because you know the rest of it's open. When we were waiting for that bus, we were all bundled up inside the telephone booth because we were freezing cold. Yeah. Like I had two pairs of pants on, three shirts, a snow jacket. What, what time? What time? Oh, this was March you said. Okay. Yep, March. So it was wow. it was a lot of fun. We were only there for, you know, a weekend. Um yeah. we me and three others went to um St. Patrick's Day mass and everything. Like it was it was a lot of fun. How old were you? I was 18, 19. Wow. Okay. That's a very very cool trip for a 18-year-old. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I would love to go back again, maybe when the yeah. kids are older. Yeah. And my, my goal was always go to St. Patrick's Day in Boston first. And then when I was a grown up, go to Ireland. And I just skipped that. Oh, yeah. Do it backwards. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Still haven't been to Boston, though. Yeah. Well, you'll get there. Boston's very cool. I have been there. Haven't been. Uh, see, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. What you're saying is the right way. <laughs> went to Boston. Now I'll try and get over to Dublin at some point. ended up being um, four plus part electrical series but yes. even more important than that you just ended up doing a, a an instructional um, event in person with a bunch of ladies out by you on electrical yeah. didn't you yes we did it it was great like I had a lot of fun I was very nervous the drive to where we we're holding at the Eagles Lodge I wanted to throw up the whole drive um i did not go and, to and work it wasn't that because morning. of guinness that you were drinking no nope, no nope. uh completely sober the night before <laughs> uh just really nervous because this is my first um formal teaching sure 
I've done a lot with like one-on-one or one-on-two with two, but this was my first formal. So me and another lady in the group, Deb Martin, we did the training together. We both come from pool backgrounds with our parents. So we've been in the industry for quite a while. We were able to get an Omni Logic Panel trainer from Hayward. We were able to get an IntelliCenter trainer from Pentair. And we were also able to get a Jandy RS system trainer from Jandy. Awesome. So that was, or I'm sorry, Fluidra. So that was amazing. That's fine. It's still (laughs) Jandy. It is. It'll always be Jandy. It will. And then I brought a bunch of like miscellaneous things for people to see, for the ladies to see. So like I brought a drive by itself so you could, uh, different boards that they can look up close, different connector pieces, the different, breakers that you see in the field i had just a bunch of miscellaneous things that we'll touch on and maybe they would like to see in, like up close like i had a relay and um, okay. wire and bond wire nice. and because you know when you don't have that experience that much with those things you don't know what they look like sure um we did do a powerpoint presentation that kept us you know on track we did we wired up a panel we went over every aspect of wiring up that panel and the ladies absolutely loved it we had um six people in person we had six about five six people online so people from like florida and texas and they really enjoyed it as well obviously everyone wishes they can have it in person but at least they were able to learn you know how to wire this stuff up and see pictures of what is the correct way and what is not Unfortunately, we did run out of time, so we were only able to go over one programming system. So okay. I let the ladies choose which one they wanted, and that they chose to go over the Omni since it's starting to be more prominent in areas where we're located. Yeah. Um, Superior, which is owned by Pool Court, provided lunch for us. Oh. Um, well, thank it was you, actually, Superior. Yeah, it was really good. I was so thankful. Like the. Honestly, where I live, my reps for distribution and for um, manufacturers are amazing. Yeah. They they try to do all they can to help us, and I really appreciate that from them. They've all been very supportive of our group. So we've had trainings with all of them where they come and they would train us on their equipment, whatever they were talking about. And they were comfortable with me and Deb teaching this class and going over their systems because they know that we're very very knowledgeable in the electrical portion not that we aren't in the plumbing but they knew we're strong in these aspects and that we've been to their formal trainings so we knew what we were talking about that sounds like a like a great event um it was i i i want to put this one on again because i just enjoyed it so much and i would love to be able to take what we did in this one and then grow from there and make it even better. Yeah. Yeah. So you said we wired up, wired up the panels, meaning like you or did the women that came there get a chance to do some of that too? The women who were present there. So the, we had two ladies that are brand new to the industry. We ended up having, uh, we had one lady from distribution I told her it'd be really good for her to come to something like this. So she would have a little bit of knowledge when these guys come in. Um, And then we had another lady who's been doing it for a while, but she also came. And then uh, two members that we normally have that are from like Fresno in the Bay area. 
Kelly and Dan will be right back after these messages. Have you heard there is a group of pool service professionals nationwide that are here to help grow and protect your business? The Independent Pool and Spa Service Association, known as IPSA, is here to help you. By joining the largest trade organization created by and for pool and spa service techs, you gain access to industry networking opportunities, exclusive educational offerings, IPSA's Tech for Tech route coverage, and more. So be independent, supported, and part of a professional community. Go to IPSSA.com to learn how to be a member of IPSA today. Um, what we did was we went over, you know, the things we went in, over in our our podcast, you know, wires, yeah. amps, you know, how to determine what system is the right system. And then when we went to the wiring portion, each section we'd go over. So like wire variable speed pump, wire uh, booster pump, wire lights. We would ha- have one of the ladies in the audience come up and do it. Now, if there were more ladies that wanted to do it after her, they were more than welcome. Like, come on, yeah. we'll take it apart. We'll have you do it again. Um, so it was hands-on. We want these to be as hands-on as possible because a lot of us, that's how we remember to do things. Sure. Well, that's that's an awesome event. So um, for all of the the women that are listening to our podcast, how do if they haven't already found your women's group, where is it at? So if they haven't found it, we are on Facebook. We have a Facebook group called PGP Industry Training Group. And it's uh, pretty much all ladies. There are some men, but the men that are in there are people that are in our industry that can give feedback to the ladies with questions that we may not be able to answer. Sure. But there, but everybody that's in the group is about empowering women in our industry and making sure they could be the best resource to their customer as possible. Love it. I absolutely love it. You know, we, as you know, we've, I talk a lot about the training that we put all of our staff through and, you know, we're not quite halfway through our winter training where every Thursday, our entire staff, um, doesn't matter, you know, the, the warehouse employees, the, the clerks in the store, the, the people at stock shelves, of course, our service techs, our salespeople, but our office staff as well are involved in it. And, um actually by the time this airs it'll be about a week out from the midwest chapters uh midwest pHTA chapters training event um week long we'll be doing all the pHTA courses and such and you know pHTA on the service end of things they've got a uh certified maintenance specialist course cms and they've got a certified service technician course cst um and that's basically the, the order in which they're they're commonly taken, CMS, then CST. I'm going to have a, a couple of the women from our office uh, this year going through the CST course. Okay. Which uh, is is really exciting for me because, we, you know, it just shows the, the level of, um, the level of knowledge that our team behind the scenes has. So, you know, and, and, and these w- women work in our service office. So, of course, they're dealing with customers all the time. And, you know, they get customers that, that call up and, and tell them their filter isn't working, right? Yeah. And, and you know, well, okay, what do you mean by that? Well, there's no, there's no water going through it. You know, it's not the filter, right? It's the pump that's the problem. But um, just something as simple as that. But they, they also get people that call up and, and ask them to help troubleshoot things. You know, the, the my heater's not working. Yeah. Okay. You know, what have you 
tried this? What codes is, you know, is it displaying any codes? Is it, um, are you smelling gas? Do you, you know, all these different things that they, they are much more aware of what it takes to, to work on the stuff. And by going through these trainings, whether it's a PHTA certification course or your women's group, how to wire up a control panel, it's all awesome stuff that, um, it's been a, a, a few years now since I've had any women in the field, um, hoping as we're in the hiring phase this time of year right now for, for 2023, I would, I would love, love, love to have some women come and, and show up all of the guys in the field because every I time I have one, honest to God, they do. They, well, they I truly think do. Women that aren't in our industry yet need to understand that it's a great industry for women in the aspect of you have some flexibility when it comes to your children or your yeah. family life. Because I will say, at least on my end where I'm, I work for myself, if I didn't have my business, I could not have afforded to have maintained the life that we were used to when I separated. When I was pregnant, you know, I was still able to, even though technically I didn't have like sick leave, I was part of a trade association like IPSA where my maternity leave was covered by my chapter members. So Mm -hmm. I didn't lose anything. You know, you want to go to your kids' sports, you want to go to their dance recitals or whatever the extracurricular activity is. If I worked at at my old job with the school district, I wouldn't be able to go to those things. Sure. So, so there is some flexibility. And I think even working for you, just from what you've told me, you guys are very understanding and you try to be as flexible as possible. Yeah, Obviously absolutely. there's limits, but mm-hmm. I compared to a lot of these industries where there's a lot of work you have to go into before it even ever makes any money. I don't, I think the pool industry is different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It is. You know, my, my son who, uh, is just, you know, started his career may a year ago uh, working in cybersecurity. He's found very quickly that the flexibility of, of the workplace, not in the pool industry is, is much more rigid. Yeah. You know, he's, he's given so many days of, uh, you know, PTO and it's earned throughout the year right you know it's it's not like oh here you get two weeks go ahead and use it he has to earn it day by day by day and accumulate it and um you know he's he's it's a it's a different work environment he worked his way through college working for us at at the pool store he worked in the in the store in sales um and you're right it's pretty easy to say hey you know what i've got something coming up uh, this weekend or this tuesday and and we we do we we try to be very flexible with everybody and um maneuver things around to cover and everyone helps one another out to to make it be that way uh which is really really nice that the the work still somehow manages to get done even though yeah. someone isn't there for a given day um but it is the industry has has a lot of opportunity for everybody in all different walks of everything you can think of. And, right. you know, I talk about it all the time that our industry has plumbers and electricians and uh, we, we've got masons and we've got carpenters and we've got 
everything you can think of um, that goes into the industry. And it's it's really unique in that way. It's There aren't many industries that uh, I'm aware of where you can, you know, as a service person, be repairing tile in the morning, fixing a heater in the afternoon, and what we want to talk about today, installing a pump yep. uh, before you head home at the end of the day. So, um and pumps are very, very profitable, you know. Yeah. Especially, Even the most challenging ones seem to have a good profit margin on them. Yeah. And and as with anything, as long as you're uh, an individual or a company who is truly charging what you should be to be able to grow your business, to be able to pay your bills, to put a little bit of money in the bank, um, you know the, the 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 low balling stuff that I hear about all the time, and we see even in a, in our own business. Um, that's not good for anybody. But pumps, heaters, you know, those kinds of things do have a decent amount of money in them mm-hmm. that help you to pay the bills. You know. Oh, I've had days where I'd have you know three pumps, and I'm making a thousand dollars off of each pump. Mm-hmm. And it took what hour, hour and a half tops to do it. Yeah, right. You know, right. so it's it's for me. It's one of the easiest sales I make. Is always going to be a pump because everyone needs a pump in order to run their pool. Yeah, pumps are required, and and especially you know given the. Uh, aspect of variable speed pumps and the energy savings and and the benefits that we can easily show someone in in terms of how that pump will pay for itself mm-hmm. uh, where there's there's I would argue probably nothing else we're going to put into the backyard on a swimming pool that's going to pay for itself um, directly the way right. that does you know in other ways well, in terms of enjoyment and family and fun and all the rest of it it certainly sort of pays for itself but this is the pump is one that it is the heartbeat of the of the pool and it's uh something that that is easily upgraded like you said in an hour or two and everybody should should be getting out you know variable speed pumps i'm trying to remember how many in-ground pools there are in the country it's I want to say it might be as many as five million. It's it's somewhere three million or five million. I can't remember the exact. What I do care about is that next week, Kaylee and Dan will begin their series on equipment sales. just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 